Today on the program, shop smart, shop smart. It's the Army of Darkness. Party. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are the sacred words to my Necronomicon, Los and Brandon. I, I, I got the gist of the words, most of the words. <laughs> Did I you got, get every, I maybe got, I didn't get every syllable. I didn't, maybe, okay, I didn't get all the syllables. <laughs> exactly as they uh, were. Yes. Uh, so today we are obviously talking about the Army of Darkness, but before we get into that, how about that theme song? Yeah. Oh, Brand new theme song. Thanks good. to uh, who sent that in. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I believe it was the same guys who wrote uh, the feel-good hit of last summer, Whiskey and a Beer. I th- Those guys are a Fucking great duo. Just churning out I, but hit I, after I, hit. I, I can't remember their names at the moment. I don't either. So, yeah, if you guys are listening, uh, <laughs> send in your names. <laughs> Pat yourselves on the back. Uh, yes, Army of Darkness from 1992, <laughs> written and directed by the the great Sam Raimi. The great. The great Sam Raimi, who uh, also did Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, the first two of this trilogy. And then he uh, did the, the three Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, those were hits. The, Why did the uh, first two not make your collection? Are they not worthy? It's alphabetical, dude. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the one law we have. Uh, yeah, so... He uh, also did one called Darkman. You guys ever remember seeing Darkman? Fucking uh, old Liam Neeson one. He has like... I want man. Huh? Liam Neeson's? <laughs> Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson's man. He's my man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you love... Except you always call him Nielsen. So yeah, I'm surprised my, you even know man. who I'm talking about. Liam Nielsen? I love <laughs> that guy. There you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, he does a lot of stuff. Uh, he's always kind of a quirky, uh, quirky guy, director. So I guess uh, Spider-Man stuff. That's also why Bruce Campbell has appearances in all the Spider-Man movies. But so this is a uh, introduction to the show for the chin himself, the marvelous Bruce Campbell. He sort Fucking of like lo- looked Bruce. like uh, Negan from Walking Dead to me. Oh yeah, uh, who was that guy's name? Jeff Dean Morgan. Jeff Morgan. Yeah, I, a bit. Although Morgan's just doesn't have that jawline, man. Bruce Campbell's got the jaw. He's got enough jaw. To uh, eat jawbreakers all day and not feel a thing. <laughs> that was terrible. Do we have? So I know you have a laugh and clap track. Do you have a boo track over there? Like a hissing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the sad trombone. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, so I <laughs> first time I saw this, I uh, was a kid. And um, I had no idea it was part of the trilogy at all. I just uh. watched this fucking weird old movie. Because I was like, it was older brother and uh, cousin. We were on, like hanging out and they wanted to see it. I don't know. I hadn't, but y- y- you don't need to see the first two, really. I mean, he catches you up at the beginning of it. Oh, the, so all that stuff happened. All I that d- stuff happened in the first two, yeah. Oh, okay. That was like a, a real quick summary of Evil Dead like and Evil Dead I was totally wondering, because like, he doesn't ever use that 
that chainsaw hand very much. It's like the one time, and I was like, why did we have this chainsaw why? hand in the first place? It makes such a big deal of cutting off his hand with a chainsaw. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's like the first 10 minutes, and then he's already got a new hand. And, and then he does a mechanical hand, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I think in the second one, towards the beginning, he cut it off and then had the chainsaw hand in that cabin. Um <laughs> so anyway, well, that makes more sense. Yeah, it, it's, but it, it stands alone. You know, just, I just thought, wow, that's kind of a crazy story. And now you're in medieval times. All right, whatever. But it, you you can tell pretty quickly that this is not a movie to be taken seriously, right? So right. you get away with a lot of stuff. I didn't. I, yeah, you definitely don't take anything Sam Raimi does seriously. Uh, that makes so much sense because it like went through that story way too quick to try to get into this other yeah, story. And I was like... Right? What the fuck did you even have to put that in there for? Then, I don't even get it. Yeah, like when he's talking about him and his girlfriend going out, his girlfriend is Bridget Fonda. Like a big time actress would be like, why did you hire a name like Bridget Fonda for not even a line? Like literally her face was on screen for one second and that was it. Yeah, like, and I saw that too and he's like making like a bloated out. budget move. He's like, give me some sugar to this chick. And I was like, well, what, what about your girlfriend that got sucked in? Like you guys you know, made she, mention she, of that. She died out in the first one, I believe. I don't think she even made it to Because I think it was like a group of them, traditional horror movie style, go out to this cabin and find the Necronomicon. And the Evil Dead attacks him. I think he's the only survivor. So the second movie is just him versus all the zombies. Oh, there's also a really graphic tree rape scene in the first one. A tree rape? rape? A tree rape. A tree has come to life and hold. Yeah, mm. it's a. Uh, it's interesting. You get, I guess they shove their wood in your bottle. Yeah, well, not mine, <laughs> but yes, it does give a whole new meaning to I've got wood. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so <laughs> uh, and so we don't have a themed drink because they didn't really drink anything. Since it's medievally, uh, I got some mead. We have Thorin's Viking, Thorin's Nightly Mead, made in Page, Texas. Twelve point nine percent alcohol. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, definitely. I think I would enjoy this a little bit more if it was like ice, ice cold too. Is it not supposed to be served cold? It wasn't. I had it in the fridge, um, but it was just out on the shelves at the store. Like they weren't keeping it chilled. Mm. Well, what's it say on the bottle? Bottle will tell you how you should enjoy this. It does not. It just says that if you're pregnant, careful. You should not. Yeah. Don't drink this or don't drive a car or operate machinery. It's weird they always say operate machinery because then I'm like, I didn't have any plans. I always picture like forklift or something. Right? Yeah, the big uh, excavator. Yeah, like oh shit, it's not something I do generally anyway. But I'll try to avoid it until this mead wears off. Uh, okay, so this movie fucking rules. All right, I'm just gonna get that out of the way right up front. Um, it's like sort of a slapstick, goofy, haunted medieval night tale. Real quick, a mead should be served cold. Thank you. Hmm. Okay. Now I know. I did have again. I did have it in my fridge, but between the house and then over here, it. Lost its chilled. Yeah, it happens. It lost its chill. Yeah, during the uh, the watching on my part of the movie, mm-hmm. I kept making real far fetched um, uh, references to Game of Thrones. Ah, <laughs> I see. Yeah, which I could see that also. That's also like a supernatural medieval. Are you trying to thing. say that uh, Game of Thrones? Well, I'm not sure which one would have come first because it was what? What was this? 96? 92. 92? It might slightly predate Game of Thrones. What, you mean the books? Yeah, the books. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about R.R. R. Martin, but seeing as how it takes him forever to finish a book, and there are, what, six <laughs> or seven of them now? Uh, I would imagine five right now. I would imagine he started in, like, the 1700s. Probably. At the speed he puts these out. Uh, ha-ha, literature he was just jokes. A, he was just a historian at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Similar to Tolkien. He yeah. did the same thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, so... This also... 96. 96 was Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so he got, got the idea checker. from that. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Sam Raimi... Didn't realize how big his influence was. He began his first volume series, A Game of Thrones, in 1991, but it was published in 96. Oh, okay. It took so him he started five fucking it. years to write his first book. I guess there are huge books, though, right? Yeah, I can attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this might be the shortest movie we've done. It might be the shortest one in the whole fucking collection. It's only 81 minutes. Yeah. It's a... The other ones have been two hours, two and a half hours. Yeah. I mean, there's some... Like, we got Good, the Bad, and the Ugly coming up. That's like a three-hour fucking epic. Ooh. Oh, that's a big one. God, this is eighty-one minutes. I mean, you're in few few chuckles, some Bruce Bruce Campbell one-liners. You're right back out. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we open up on uh, we open up on the prisoners, like the people all chained together and uh, walking in the heat. One of them, obviously, Bruce, and we get our little introduction. You have that. My name is Ash, and I am a slave. There you go. He's more like a prisoner, though. Yeah, he's definitely not a slave. They won't making him do anything. No, in fact, they're taking him to immediately kill him. So yeah, you're and definitely he's in a this, prisoner. Like, like headstock thing, right? Uh, and they, the holes clearly. I mean, you could slide your hand out if you yeah. wanted to. But, yeah, it was uh, a pretty bad prop. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad prop. There's one some of, other one ones in this. I'll, we'll get to when they when we get to them. All right. But there was a couple things I pointed out. It's like, wait a minute here. Um, all didn't right. Try very so, hard, did they? <laughs> no, of course not. I mean, it was the third movie of a San Raimi goofball trilogy so uh so yeah he as we were talking about he's summing up the first two movies about the cabin um and then that's also why i went so long i had no idea it was a fucking trilogy also because evil dead isn't in the title at all like it should have been evil dead colon army of darkness or medieval dead i think was one title they were working well, with they did probably have that and then at, when, after they watched it they're like Guys, we don't really we want this loosely associated to our. <laughs> I don't want this please. to tarnish the sterling <laughs> reputation of Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. That's right. Yeah. Um. So there is a a, a fan cut I heard of some like on YouTube. Someone just put them all together because they like pick up right where the other one left off, kind of. Okay, that's cool. So it would be like just one long ass. You mean like Bruce back to Campbell. the fu- back to the future? Sort of. Yeah. That's sort of cool. A little bit, but. Uh, I think they handled the time travel aspect a little bit better than an Army of Darkness does. Oh, I thought but, you were gonna say <laughs> the Army of Darkness way around, got yeah. a little bit better. No way, man. Uh, I think as far as time travel goes, you can't beat Back to the Future with handling time. Maybe T two, but Back to the Future, like all three of them, they really like worked it out. So yeah, yeah. I think so. Anyway, we'll get sort to it of. eventually and see. So we find out. Yeah, they go to the cabin. They find the Book of the Dead. Uh, attacked by evil, got into his hand, he had to lop it off, chainsaw hand, uh, opens a vortex all of a sudden, and he takes him back to what he figures is 1300 AD. Uh, of course, his car goes also, his fucking Oldsmobile. Because mm-hmm. why wouldn't it? Which is Sam Raimi's actual car. So it's like in all of his early movies. He oh, used really? his own fucking vehicle <laughs> as the thing. And it like pops off, I think, in the fir- at least the first of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, it's... Might even be Uncle Ben's car. 
that he takes and drops them off the library. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah, maybe. It is an old person's car. It's got me thinking. Keep yeah. your sardine can on! What? It's a sardine can, I don't know. A sardine can, okay. <laughs> um, so one dude talks to him about, I think you're the prophesized one that's going to fall from the heavens and, and save us from the deadites. And uh, so I guess, yeah, he did fall from the sky, so that would lend credence to that. But, of course, the, the dude with the worst haircut I've ever fucking seen Guys, like just the like flat oh, bangs. The, and the, the bangs, yeah, like it's almost you couldn't see him oh. at first because of his chainmail. Yeah, then the chainmail yeah. comes off and it's like it matches his chainmail. <laughs> yeah. It almost yeah. does. It was, it's almost like is that fucking Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber? But oh wait, it's worse. <laughs> it's worse somehow. It's a Lloyd Mullet. It's a fuck. Oh, it's disgusting. But so fucking. Well, they did have some cr- uh, cool hairstyles. The guys that had like. Mustaches that oh, yeah. were super straight, I mean, Hen- like the like that of an Asian man. Henry the Red looked fucking badass. Yeah, with his long hair and beard and everything. Um, and uh, of course Bruce Campbell with his fucking mop he has going on. He had there. good hair. Got he had the real jaw. His great hair. He's got so much jaw that Steven Spielberg <laughs> made three movies out of it. <laughs> that better. That was better. All right. Except Spielberg only did the first two, but <laughs> but he wanted to do the third one. <laughs> Oh, uh, way better joke. Good. I'm glad you redeemed yourself. I on thought that. about it. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm going to wait for it. I'm just not going to go in the middle and uh, not let it get brought up again out of nowhere. Okay. okay. I worked on it. So, the Bangs, or Bangs Mullet. I don't know what we want to call the fucking guy. I kept referring to him as a Joffrey. As he Joffrey. Like Joffrey. He's a Joffrey. Yeah. A Joffrey from Game, from of, Thrones. Game of Thrones. He was uh, the shit kid, right? Yeah. But, but yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I never watched it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he decides he's got to be one of Henry's men, so he's going to kill him. All right. So we're done with the flashback. Uh, they get taken into the castle. Um, so he- here's a weird thing. Like, at one point, Henry and Bruce Campbell are standing right at the lip of this giant pit. Mm-hmm. And then when it cuts, they're standing way back, and they push another guy up the walkway and down into the pit, like... Like, it was a bad edit, I think is what I'm saying. Oh, I must have missed that. Because they're standing there, and he's like, man, I have no idea who you are. Tell them that we've never met before. Like, yeah. this is all a big mistake. And he's like, I don't think they'll listen. And they're saying that, like, already up on the edge of the pit. And then when it cuts back, they're, they're like, like standing away. back with the crowd, and they push that guy so you can see the see massive the blood. fucking volcano eruption of blood. But, yeah, it was just a weird thing. So, um. Oh well, it's fine. I guess it's a, it's a thing, and yeah. So giant, giant uh, blood spray. So we have no idea what's going you on. You know down what we need pit. is like a like an alarm or some sort of theme that we can make that uh, continuity error. Continuity error. Oh yeah. Dip, 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 dip. <laughs> a little sound bite when we catch something. Yeah. Well, we catch a lot of them, so maybe we should. That does a, warrant a, that. Continuity error. <laughs> Maybe. I like the idea, but not. I'm not sure about the sound yet. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll workshop work it. it. Yeah, we'll brainstorm it. Yeah, Back to the movie. We'll whiteboard it. <laughs> That'll be next weekend's <laughs> fucking <laughs> Saturday night project. Okay, so <laughs> I like he has a fucking awesome line here. He's like, I tell you what, pal, you ain't leading but two things: Jack and, and shit. shit. And Jack, Jack left, left town. <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, a good one. Yeah, there was a lot of real good one-liners Dude, that Bruce Campbell and that the, I, I forgot about. Like I don't think it 
it would work with anybody else but Bruce. You it's know, the chin. It's it is. It's definitely the chin. Um, I mean, who else could get in a fucking fight with themselves, and then a hundred little of themselves? That was pretty funny. And all this yeah. shit that happens in this. All right. So bol- the volcano of blood is a note I have. It's like worse than Tarantino. I mean, it's it's a massive spray. Yeah, shooting up out of there. Whatever like, was in there after he, you know, you sort of see, you're like, did that really cause that giant volcano? Right. Thing? I had There's that no same question. Yeah. <laughs> There's no blood anywhere. Right. Not a single drop. And also, how come he get, when they throw ash down there, he just fist fights it? Like, what did this? zombie do that caused such a huge fuck it was like an ocean spray commercial just fucking gushing <laughs> everyone runs around get fucking their cups <laughs> yeah, we're gonna right. get some cranberry <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i don't know but uh it's, it's probably not supposed to think too much about this no of course not so one guy tries to run away obviously he's like oh fuck that looks like the worst way possible ever to die and i have a note that he gets hawk-eyed because the guy shoots him with a crossbow, fucking like Hawkeye, uh, the Avengers, yeah, no. And I know who you're talking about, but I, I thought they're all wearing metal armor, and how easy these arrows these going. arrows went through. Well, I think uh, the crossbar or the cross, what is it? What is it? Cross, crossbow. crossbow. Yeah, the crossbow, like that would put something through, like armor. No, I think so. No, I think maybe so. chainmail. I don't know if it was plated armor, and then that barbed. Well, you armor. could still get stabbed through chainmail. It was designed to defend against like a slash. Right, that's what I'm saying. If guys wearing chainmail, the crossbow would definitely still go through. Is what I'm yeah. saying. But if they were wearing, I don't think he was wearing like suit of armor. Yeah, it was it was metal. I don't know, but it depends like if how hardened it was. And, yeah, who knows? But um, I think traditionally a crossbow could penetrate like a knight's armor. I think. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to be close range. A compound obviously. bow, you know, one of those new ones today would, but, I mean, this is medieval times. Come on. That's true. I don't know. Come have on. you ever been to that, uh, Come on, that venue? Man. Medieval times? I, I have. never been. Oh, I, I went when I, was, when I was a wee lad. You were a wee lad? Which yeah. color were you? Mm, I don't remember I don't, that. Yeah. Oh. I don't remember. Matter, I think really. blue. Blue. Yeah. Did you win? I don't think Did so. Did your night win? I think we lost in the Damn. preliminaries. Fuck! <laughs> out early. What happens? Like, do you get kicked out? It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. You guys are out. They prorate your tab, though. Yeah, oh, good. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I can't even afford forks. Place bullshit. <laughs> Thanks for the Pepsi. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, cable guy. Yeah, right. I'm pulling everything I know from cable guy because I've never been to a medieval times. At all. <laughs> oh, I should have been more Matthew Broderick instead of trying to yell when... Oh no, no! I don't have a Matthew Roderick impression. At <laughs> all. Sounds more Terrible. like Janine Garofalo. <laughs> just, t- just take the fucking fork, man. <laughs> they didn't have I've forks in medieval t- times, therefore we have no forks at medieval times. But you have Pepsi. I've got a lot of tables, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so uh, what I have? Oh yeah, M. Beth Davis is the girl. Who uh, she's asking about her brother, Sheila? Sheila, yes, is asking about her brother, and they're like, "Ah, her brother didn't make it." So she immediately blames Bruce Campbell and like spits on his face and does all this. So he's trying to say, "I don't know these guys." She got the wrong guy, and she fucking hits him in the head with a rock, and it makes him stumble, and he falls down into the pit where he uh, looks around. Like the other guy fell in immediately, blood spray. <sighs> He gets to stand around and wonder what's going on. You can tell there's like the hand comes up a little bit, it's like something's taunting him. 
And uh, yeah, then this fucking zombie lady comes out and just starts punching the absolute shit out of him. Yeah, it's a pretty she good swing. It, like like, it looked like the zombie lady from The Shining. Oh, the bathtub lady. Yeah, yeah, bathtub lady. Starting off sexy, then getting decrepit. No, <laughs> never saw The Shining. I have seen The Shining. Like at first, it was a hot, sexy lady vision, mm-hmm. and then it was a rotted old corpse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was her theme song. It was playing in the background. Oh, I didn't know that. Bathtub lady. Yeah. Must have missed that. <laughs> Starting out sexy there. Okay, so uh, so good nut trauma. I have noted about she like she stomps his nuts. So I don't know. Nut trauma is always funny, right? Yeah, you know, getting hit in the dicks. Funny. <laughs> it's like for dudes. This is a lot to process, you know. I just been at cabin. My girlfriend got murdered by zombies. I had to cut off my own hand. All of a sudden, I'm time traveling back to medieval times. I'm thrown down in a pit, and now a zombie stomping my dick. I, you know, you really a, internalized it's to, this. It's, it's a lot to <laughs> try. To, it's a lot to process. Um. So then the the spiked walls come in. A very Star Wars trash pit. Yeah. Uh. This is not the first time we've referenced Star Wars trash. But how often are there moving walls in these movies? Not Haven't we mentioned often. that before in some movies? So. Not yet, no. but it does happen pretty it, often It's a in common movies. thing. Yeah. Well, this obviously was a little nod to Star Wars, Star Wars right? Obviously. And I'm so, do you wonder think you think George Lucas called up Sam Raimi? He's like, oh, hey, uh, Sam, couldn't help but notice the uh, moving walls in a pit. Yeah, but George, you got to understand, I put spikes on them. Yeah, well, but still... Uh, that seems very Star Wars. Come on, I, dude. I, you, I, you know, it's what? in like so I, other, I, so much I, other movies. You, you ripped it off somebody else. You know, George. I, 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 I would feel a lot better if, if our lawyers got involved. You come on. No, we can, we can manage this between us. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm Sam Raimi. I, come on, <laughs> George. George, I, put the knife down, George. I wrote Star Wars. You son of a bitch, George. <laughs> no. <laughs> And scene. Like he's just making the lightsaber noises with his mouth. <laughs> it's up on the couch. <laughs> George, put down the knife. <laughs> and then and then here comes uh, Jesse Ventura. Hey guys. Oh no. Uh, can we just get an apology? I've got I'd terrible at impressions. Uh, well, Brandon, you know I mean? that was the worst ever impression that I heard of myself, and I've heard Nick impressed me. <laughs> I did impress you, huh? It impressed me <laughs> that I was not impressed. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, where the fuck are... Oh, yeah, she stomps his nuts. That, All right. That, that started this whole thing. That definitely started the whole thing. Nut trauma. So the wise man... I just have, have him as the wise man. The one that believes he's the prophesized yeah, he's one. the wise man. Throws down his chainsaw, and it's like the super cheesy thing of him like jumping up in the air, fucking Mega Man style, oh, and yeah. his hand magically goes and even twists and locks into place <laughs> inside the chainsaw, like superhero move, um, and comes down and cuts the zombie's hand off, and it flies up and sticks to someone's face. And I don't, does he have a fucking line like a yeah baby or some kind of oh yeah kind of yeah I got my powers back sort of move, um. So yeah, he uh, grabs the chain because the chains are moving up. 
Well, he takes off his belt and wraps and it around Indiana the chain. Jones is the the chain, which that's was right. weird. So he that's another Lucas it. property because Lucas and Spielberg <laughs> work together. Right? Uh, hey, Sam Raimi, uh, George Lucas again. You know the same Couldn't scene. Couldn't help we but notice. <laughs> Couldn't help but notice that in the Star Wars trash pit scene, you also had an Indiana Jones reference here. You got you to gotta understand. It's happened in so many other movies besides you know, no, yours. No, 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 no. Uh, I clearly wrote. Indiana Jones and I have absolutely no idea what George Lucas even sounds like to try to do an impression. That's good enough. Sure. <laughs> uh, so as he's going up, a zombie grabs his foot, you know, I have to add the tension and fucking like kicking it off and barely gets out. Uh, goes up to the main dude, Mr. Bangs, Mr. Bang Mullet. Uh, yeah, Lloyd Christmas Mullet. <laughs> Lloyd Christmas Mullet. We'll think of a name. But the guy, the actor's name is Marcus Gilbert, and I didn't even bother to look. I'm sure he's been in stuff, but I didn't care. Um, goes up and pulls uh, your shoes untied. Yeah. <laughs> Which, um, I mean, I get the joke because I didn't have shoelaces. Ha, ha, ha. But then how does he Throw know... Throw your shoelaces untied. Yeah. How does he know to look down? Like, when you go, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, he did say shoe. Maybe, I mean, shoe... Comes from that time, I guess, too. So he may be like, shoe, lace, what? What? But he looks down and gives him a huge uppercut. Knocks the mullet right off his head. Yes, I'm sir. kidding. I wish he did, but he no, that mullet continues to torture us the rest of the movie. Uh, not as cool as my mullet. Yeah, well, because you got the rat tail, Jesse, and I mean, that's just... It's named after me. The rat tail? That's right. <laughs> Wait. It's the reason why I punched <laughs> Chris Kyle in his stupid face in that bar. No, the story was that he punched you. Yeah, you didn't ask punch anybody. Him. Go ahead and ask him. I asked him for an apology. He hasn't he's given it dead. to me. That's right. He's dead because I punched <laughs> oh him out in a bar. You're gonna you're gonna claim that? He called I call he called me scruff face and I called him a son of a bitch. Yeah, well that That sounds believable. And I took his money from but, his wife. But the <laughs> but the point here is you named your rat tail after yourself? Well, I didn't name it. It's what they they It's named what they me. they call it. Yeah, I well. didn't seek the name. The name seeked me. Oh. <laughs> I'm Jesse Ventura, and I was in Abraxas. <laughs> I had this like weird dream where I was talking to him, talking to Jesse Ventura. Yeah, I was like, man, was he giving you pointers on how to sound more like him? Mine sounds way better than yours. Yours is like I'm Jesse Ventura, and I just wanted to say. I talk yeah, like I, a I Minnesotan. Sound, I sound more like the mom from Bobby's World, if anybody remembers that cartoon. Bobby! Drama. <laughs> if Jesse Ventura was the mom from Bobby's World. Oh, don't you know, Bobby? Oh, don't you know? Well, don't you know, Bobby? These damn hosers <laughs> over here. You're, you're voiced by Howie Mandel, and frankly, that's weird. <laughs> he put a glove on his head. He, and now he's, he's all about germs, and he's all like, who's crazy now? Coronavirus? That's right. That's right. Wash He's a hands. good friend of mine. We have a lot we can learn from Howie Mandel. And I was in Abraxas. <laughs> he was not in Abraxas, so I tried to give him tips on his career, but uh, he just laughed in my face. And uh, Did you ask him for an apology? <laughs> I should have. I should have. Um, he's, he's the only one who actually apologized. Yeah, I feel Howie Mandel would apologize. Yeah, I, I asked for guy. one and he gave it to me. And, and he gave it to me. That's why we're friends now. That's right. Uh, so after he fucking knocks out this dude, everybody's standing around like kind of speechless because what someone survived the pit and what the fuck is on his hand and what the fuck is going on. And so he's like doing his little, who wants some, huh? You want a little? You want a little? 
like going up to everybody. Just fucking Bruce Campbell. God damn it, I love him. I love he, how he uh, he called out that guy specifically and was whatever, and then his squire or his page or whatever, like it's like come on, and he's like fucking hit him or something like that. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I don't think I remember that. Yeah, it was just a real. Quick. Well, just one of the well, yeah. When he was calling, he, he started calling, calling everybody, everybody out. out and you then, wanna, you yeah, was, and then he zeroed in on somebody specifically and got in his face and. He was obviously mm-hmm. like a knight or something and had yeah. a, a squire. Has, yeah. Yeah. And his squire was like, You pussy. And he like, I didn't oh, say it, oh, but right, like looked right, at right, him right, like yeah. that. Yeah. Like I have to reestablish my dominance. My dominance over you. Yeah. Uh, but he lets Henry go, which probably comes back, maybe. Uh, I think so. That There's might no way some, to tell. No way to tell. It's not like that happens in movies. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, fucking mullet. Gets a sword and challenges Ash, and he just fucking all of a sudden his sword blows in half. Oh yeah! And so you, <laughs> you see this? This is my boomstick, which fucking great. I that stuck in my head ever since I first saw this as a kid. Bruce Campbell yelling about his boomstick, and he does see the this? whole. This is my boomstick. Boomstick. <laughs> and he goes on the whole thing about the Remington with Cobalt. Cobalt steel and fucking wood grip and cost one hundred and nine dollars ninety nine at fucking S Mart Sports Chalet or whatever. S Mart, yeah. Shop Smart, shop S Mart. You got that? Yeah. Okay. What? Whatever. And then he uh, turns and blows away the deadite. That's what the oh, zombies yeah, are called. The deadite is coming up. up out of the pit, and so he fucking blows it away. Uh, and then we cut to like immediately. He's like a fucking god to them, and he's laying back on the <laughs> yeah the. All I can think of the hedonistic bot Hedon from bot. the Hedon bot <laughs> yes. from Drama is like that bed, the little lounge thing, and he's like got women feeding him grapes and and all this stuff. Big old turkey leg. Well, oh yeah, real quick. He did take a drink out of a out of a cup. It oh, probably take, was. It could have been meat, meat or, or, wine. or red wine, but yeah. I refuse to drink red wine. So meat Pussy. it is. Uh, Pussy. <laughs> Pussy. Come on, get it, get it, get your shit together. Uh, never mind. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. What did what? Oh, he pulls out that <laughs> shotgun. I didn't want to like divert, but he pulls out the That's shotgun, fine. and he could have put the pulled the shotgun out when he was in the pit. Where did he get the gun? Yeah, well, I don't know. You never see him get the gun back from wherever. Like, oh, that's a good point. if they were carrying his chainsaw, they were probably carrying his shotgun too. So after he let the guys go, picked it back up from whatever. Whatever. Yeah, you Continuity don't ever see him get it again. Continuity. Ding, 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 ding. No, Continuity. <laughs> So, yeah, then Embeth comes, uh, Sheila, I guess, comes in and wants forgiveness. Like, okay, so I'm sorry that I hit you in the head with a rock and knocked you down to what I thought was going to be certain death. And so, first you want to kill me, now you want to kiss me. Blow. Which, I don't know really what blow, like blow, blow off. off. Blow, be blow gone me, with blow, you. Yeah. Well, he just keeps eating like it didn't even. So then uh, he hears about the book. <clears throat> and he's talking about how this can be your way home. It can also help. It can help save us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to go home. Like he's only concerned about himself. And another deadite appears. Uh, and they've like the cauldron of water falls over, and that's how they know something's amiss. Like all of a sudden, the water splashes across the floor. And was oh like, yeah. <laughs> and so then she freaks out or does her little thing. Another big old fight, and like she spins. She's Van Damme and the shit out of him, man. All these fucking flying kicks and shit. Uh, so he like turns his back and shoots over his shoulder, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. And does this little <sighs> move. Um, so 
Yeah, got to get the book. And then we have this awesome montage with all these zoom cuts where he's building his hand. And it's all the super mm. quick zoom ins, uh, which he loved to do. It was, it's, I mean, he like does it so much. It's almost like those family guy gags that just fucking draw on and on and on until it's kind of funny. And then it keeps going and then it's not funny anymore. But like Sam Raimi likes his weird camera shit. So these and then also the, the dead vision where it's like the crazy fast camera tracing through the woods or running up, you know, like it's uh, you're seeing from their eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. That's another thing he likes seeing to do all the time. Seeing as the smoke. Because there's always like a smoke or a yeah. fog associated with Oh, yeah, with just it. fog all of a sudden. Even if like the scene that is taking place has none at all. When you have dead vision, it's like foggy as shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he gets a super hand and uh, then she wants to be nice and he's like basically telling her to fuck off. So she goes to walk away and he, pull, he pulls a man move and grabs her at the door and like fucking pulls her in for a kiss. Give me some sugar, baby. <laughs> fucking signature line. Give me some sugar, baby. Give me some sugar, baby. Yeah, because that's what every woman wants. Like, treat me like complete shit and then stop me when I'm trying to leave and force me to love you. That's what every woman wants. Yeah, it works. I mean, I if, you've got, if you've got Jaws. Yeah, that's got, what it is. That, Bruce that chiseled jawline. It's line. the Bruce Campbell jaw. Yeah. He can get away with it. Well, that and I guess he has just killed multiple zombies, so maybe there, maybe there's something there. Uh, so they're trying to go uh, the next morning. They're trying. They are going. <laughs> they leave. They're riding for the book, right? And he's like, you got to say the words. You got to say Klaatu, Verata, Nikto. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Which is a variation from the words uh, from the movie The Day the Earth Stood Still. Hmm. Which they did, I think, was like 30s or 40s. I don't know when the original one came out, but I think Keanu Reeves was in a remake and fairly recently. But there's a giant robot destroying the world and the only way to stop it is to say these words and it was a variation on those words well they have barata instead of varata the second word is different but yeah so uh he's like they all stop like they're just going along and then he's the only one that can keep going for some reason and that's what they were scared they were scared and uh you can go we will go no farther yeah the cemetery is that way that's right so he goes off on his own. That's when he gets told the words. And you can see the dead vision I was talking about chasing him through the woods. And he goes and hides in a windmill, which just fucking leads to my favorite part, I think, of this entire goddamn movie is the fucking windmill scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, he has an evil reflection. It all starts with his reflection in this mirror. So he breaks the mirror, and there's becomes a bunch of little ashes running all over. And, uh... Like, Good. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... Like, one of them holds a nail up because he's trying to stomp on it and fucking stabs him. Stomps and, right down. Uh, they, they pull a Gulliver's Travels on him. Tie him down. Tie him down and shit. Well, and that scene <clears throat> kind of brings up the question, if he didn't break the mirror, would a regular size him come out? Or would it have been stuck in the mirror? See, I brought... Yeah, I thought about that. And then to further expand on that, it's like, what would you rather fight? One of a regular <laughs> size you? Or five or six tiny you Five s- small ones. You can stomp on those fuckers easy. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what you would think, but look what happened when he yeah. tried. Well, It didn't you know. go so well for him. Make sure you uh, don't have any... I don't know. It's, that's like the whole, what, duck-sized... 100 duck-sized horses or a horse-sized duck or something, yeah. whatever that fucking thing is. Like, you know? Or, yeah, like, would you rather fight one horse, horse or 100 tiny horses? Yeah. Like, tiny, tiny, tiny. Like really tiny? Yeah, like really. Okay, not like a, not like a mini horse, because that'd still kick your ass. Yeah, I'll take on a hundred little horses. Fuck them. 
just plow through them with your foot. Right. Yeah. Done. And he ate one of them. Or one of yeah. them. <laughs> so <laughs> when the Gulliver travel him, uh, one like dives, fucking Olympic dives down his throat. And uh, so he. Fucking, oh, yeah. Uh, he uh, chugs like boiling hot boiling water, water, which would just hurt. You, but you hear it like dying on the inside, or he thinks, and he's like, hey, yeah, I got you. Oh, I also have a note. He pulls a brick tamland and kills one with a trident. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. I mean, it's a fork, but it's very like. This is a tiny one. A little tiny fork, and he kills one. He pulls a brick. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he swallows the wa- or the water and thinks he kills the one, but then like there's an eye in his shoulder. Vagina. That's what oh, I thought yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. Like a vagina. <laughs> that's how he <laughs> remembered it. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That part. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that part. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> They're playing ACL this year. Oh <laughs> shoulder pussy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it turns out another evil ash grows out of his shoulder. And it's kind of funny, like, the two of them, when they're still sort of joined... Like doing crab walking and all this shit out in the woods. Um, Somehow his clothes are stretching to yeah, fit two people, right? Um, and it's weird because the the when they finally fully split, he's got identical clothes, identical clothes, but he doesn't have the hand. He has a, a normal hand. hand. The evil one has his well actual it's hand because it's the little one that jumped in there and got absorbed and came out. Well, right, but the little one was made of a reflection of him now, so it would either have the metallic oh. hand or no hand at all. Uh, continuity. Like, no, I, I think it would have just gone off of his uh, genetics, and his, his genetic genes. code wouldn't have like altered to, sh- to reflect him missing well, a hand. I guess so. so. And it didn't have any of his wounds. Yeah. He still had scratches on his face, and the new one does not. Interesting. So it's a genetic level cloning. I see. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Oh, I thought this was going to be yeah. you're the <laughs> guy, and I'm the bad guy. No, yeah, so, yeah, I'm... Badash, and you're good as you're good at you like little goody two shoes, little goody two shoes, and punches him every time he says two, and he just stands oh, there, there and takes it yeah. for a while until he fucking blows him away. Yeah, and then then there's that line, good, bad, I'm the one with the gun. Uh so then he has them like he cuts them into pieces mm-hmm. and, and fucking throws them in a hole. Throws them in a hole, and he's like yelling I'm like, you'll never get the Necronomicon. Oh, he's like, Hey, you got something on your face. Shovel full <laughs> of dirt. dirt <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. on oh my one. god, it was fucking awesome. You got something. <laughs> you got something on your face. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. So now he gets through the cemetery. Oh yeah, I have a note. It's like he buries him alive, but alive in quotes because he was dead. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. How do you? How do you tell? Uh, you, well, I don't think they're dead. They just sort of like lay there. Un- he, so he buried him undead. Yeah, buried him undead. I think that's what they like to be called. That's what they like to be called. (laughs) (laughs) Good. All right. Well, you know what's important. We need to. We need to make sure. There was a whole civil lawsuit a couple of years before this movie came out, and they had to change that. They had to change it about the undead. Yeah, the deadites don't like. We don't like the term deadites anymore. Uh, (laughs) We'll allow you to have it a couple times in this movie, but after that, please. Yeah. Uh, Just. This will be the last one. I mean, I know it's the end of your trilogy and all, so we'll let you finish it. But from here on, we can out, take these deadites. We can. T- I thought oh. he was going to say oh. <laughs> deadites. So uh, yeah, he gets through the cemetery and we get to the books. But yeah, there are three books, mm-hmm. and like one, one sucks him in, and that he, like, one was the necrophilicon. Necrophilicon. Yeah, necrophilicon. <laughs> okay. That sucked in all the everybody. It sucked in, sucked it all in, uh, and it was like he was climbing out and his. Faces all stretched out. Mm. I mean, like the 
the effects are pretty cheesy and, and, and in yeah. a great way. Like there's a lot of stop motion and there's a lot of like obviously cheesy prosthetics and yeah, I don't know. That's kind of the, the beauty of Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, especially uh, is just the fucking cheese factor. But he made what, that the, jawline even bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I thought he looked even better when like, it was with stretched, it way stretched down. down. Yeah. yeah. He's got more jaw. Even more jaw. That's when they made <laughs> just more jaw than the crowd. In a donkey show. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Uh, For you (laughs) listening at home, he just had his jaw dropped, which I imagine you would be doing at a donkey show, but still. As we learned from Seth Rogen. It's fucked up. It's really, it's a woman fucking a horse. Feel bad. Feel bad for her. (laughs) Feel bad for the horse. Uh, (laughs) So the second one, like, flies around and attacks him. Right, and that one, one of them just kind of zips around and bites him a bit, and then it lays back down. So obviously the third one. But before he picks it up, he has to say "Klatu Barata." <laughs> well, continuity. Well, he says "nickel" at one point. Nickel. He just, yeah. Yeah. He just like <laughs> coughs out a couple of words, and just <laughs> but at one point he actually does say "nikto." Does he say the word in his like stumbling? Like I don't think he meant to, mm. but yeah, it's definitely heard it at one point in there nick too so uh he grabs the book and everything immediately fucking goes to shit right like skeletons are coming out of the ground and we have like i have three stooges gags like they're poking him in the eyes and he (laughs) puts his hand up to block it and so the two single fingers come out and hit him in the eyes just very very funny three stooges stuff Uh, yeah sure (laughs) Uh, hell that noise might have been in there did anybody make that noise do the yuck 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 um uh, like a giant storm hits the castle you know, uh, they can tell something's not right. And evil Ash comes up. He he crawls out of his little shallow grave. And so he gets back, and there's like, you speak the words. He goes, well, basically, maybe I didn't say every syllable, but I said your words. Yeah, now send me home. Like, oh, my God, what have you done? You've, you've doomed us all. But they've already been dealing with this. So, like, the whole point of you wanting the book was to stop the evil, the dead army. So... They pretty much. This isn't new, <laughs> you know. They almost it, did. It doesn't make any sense, but I guess it's more extreme now. Uh, so yeah, he's like, just set, fucking send me home, and they're like, oh yeah, I guess that was the deal. Like obviously, all disappointed that he's just gonna leave. That he created this massive mess, and he's just gonna leave because that was the deal. And and uh, Sheila's like, what about the sweet words that you spoke to me in private? That, that that's just what we call pillow talk, baby. That's all. <laughs> Oh, I fucking love it. Uh, so, yeah, she gets picked up by a winged demon, which, I don't know, it just makes me think of Tenacious D. Yeah. I guess that was a shined, a shining demon, but still, winged demon seems like something. This is about have. the time I fell asleep watching this movie. Yeah. By the way, because I remember that happening, and then it was blurry after that for a little bit. I know that the whole army rise up, mm-hmm. and then the guy that's got. Like the fucked up jaw. Yeah, the teeth that are clearly glued to this guy's front of his yeah. face. There. <laughs> and at first, I thought that was Bruce Campbell too. Is it? Is it not the same guy? I don't think after when his face is all fucked up. No, I think they got a separate person. Because when they fight later, it's obviously not the the terrible fucking effects used. That was a good effect. I like that. It was obviously they were filmed separate separately. Like one was, it was almost like different <laughs> times a day. Like yeah. one was bright and one was in shadow. Yeah. I was like it was. And I think that's. 
I don't know. I think a lot of that was intentional. Probably. Like, I think because, he's just that tongue-in-cheek that... Yeah, I mean, it's slapstick humor. Absolutely. Like, you work to do that, and you don't want to overdo it, because you're going to take away from that, like, the The, the mood fun of it, of yeah. It. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be good, you know, makeup and shit like that. Right, yeah. But I, it did make me wonder when... Uh, Bad Ash was calling like after he was already assembled and like he was running away and called out something mm-hmm. and he had to say the line a couple times because like his, his jogging, mouth yeah, came loose. Uh, Sally I wonder, Forth. He's trying to say Sally planned? Forth. Yeah. Was that planned? Sally did, did it come loose and he No, I think it was planned. Okay. I always assumed it was planned. Charlie it just Ford. crossed my mind just yeah. because that kind of humor and like and he just kind of played off of it. It could. Very well could be. I don't know. Uh I didn't see anything about that. I always assumed it. And because of that whole scene, I say Sally Forth sometimes, and obviously that's uh, not a common saying. So people are like, "Would you call me motherfucker?" What? Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck did you say? Um, don't she, call me Sally. So in, uh, yeah, don't, call, <laughs> don't call me Sally. Nice airplane riff. After they pick her up, whatever, and he mm-hmm. gets to them, um, or no, they show her with that the guy, evil the, one. Yeah, and uh, he's all like, "You know, give me some sugar." Yeah, he pulls the "Give me some sugar, <laughs> baby" line, but, and then yeah. you can see the guy's wearing a watch. Was he? Was he? You, there's a he's. I was like, did I just see a fucking watch on this guy? And then I, w- when I went back to watch the rest of it, and I started at the point where she got lifted up, like it played that right after. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. Now I even wrote it on here. Like the guy's wearing a fucking watch. Got a watch on? Damn, that's that's bad. That's like the fucking water bottle in Game of Thrones. Was it Game of Thrones where they had a water bottle? No, it was a Starbucks. cup. A Starbucks cup or I don't something. Know. <laughs> there was one. It's yeah, a cell phone. I think it was Game of Thrones where they kept having those issues. Like actors would have fucking. Things on set that shouldn't exist, like a Starbucks cup or like a bottle of fucking smart water that's sitting next to one of the chairs or something. <laughs> um, all right, so now Ash is now that they got his his new lady friend, he decides he's going to stay and he fucking trains the guys. He well, he gives a super convincing speech first, like we we can do this. We're going to fucking take them on. And we're going to beat them, right? And he gets them all riled up and they're going to do it. Take him. There we go. With science. Take him with science. Yep. That's it. Uh, and well, tr- and then he pops the trunk of That's his right. car, has like gas, the chemistry book, right. the chemistry the book from, from high <laughs> Which, school. Funny about that is like that was not prop. Like, well, obviously the the textbooks because he uses them were movie props, but like the Fangoria magazine and the gas can yeah. and all that just shit that Sam Raimi has in his fucking trunk. <laughs> like they, they just threw the textbooks in for the story but they roll that just... thing later is that his car they roll yes oh In no fact, it was all like decked up with the helicopter thing oh no, no no then it was a prop but yeah. like when they were dropping it that's what it was at the beginning when it falls from the sky uh when they were filming it they had a i don't know 20 ton crane or something to lift it up and drop it and the crane ended up falling over so then they had to bring in like an 80 80 ton crane I just remember reading a whole story about like they had to fucking keep bringing in a bigger crane because the cranes <laughs> kept fucking up just so we could get this car drop scene. Uh, uh, I like the part where he was training everybody with the spears in the yes. courtyard. That was that's a scene pretty much straight from Mulan, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the, huh, ha, the three huh, moves, right? Yeah, the three yeah. moves over and over. Which then, if you recall, <laughs> at the very end when they they, they get inside the castle, they do exactly they do that, that three thing, but just one time. Just one time. It was effective, and it and worked. Then it, well, then, yeah. <laughs> but then they're like, now what? Yeah. Sorry, we only had like two days to prepare. That's so all we only we, learned that's this all one we move. Know. <laughs> yeah, and if you step in three more steps, 
before you start that sequence, you'll hit them three times instead of the last time you swing. They're right, because like, they just go, huh, <laughs> and then, and then they hit them. Yeah. If, he starts in the th- if they start three steps ahead, they'll hit them all four times. Hee, ha, hoo, ha, stab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It- I'm just, that's just how I would do it. Continuity well, error? No, <laughs> no. I, just, for, I think it the was just for was the gag. Just, it was so that when you see them actually use it in comedy, like, oh my god, they literally specifically did exactly that one move. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> Plants the seeds for the further joke. Yes, exactly. Uh, so yeah, they, they turned his car into a tank, or sort of a tank with a It was very uh, robot propeller wars. on it. And it was very robot a, wars. They make style. a bunch of explosives and stuff uh, using his science textbook. Uh, so they, the army attacks the castle, and so they have the explosive arrows. And yeah, there's that long drawn out where they're all watching the fuse creep <laughs> yes. up to the explosive on the other. They're all like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? Say it already! Say it already!" Steady. So finally, finally gives them the order to shoot, and they go, and it works. Like it's very effective. Um, uh, Evil Ash's reaction to the explosions, he was like, "Ooh, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I have a, one of like one of the skeletons is on fire. And he's screaming, and then his head falls off, and the screaming immediately stops, like the the, the <laughs> soundtrack cuts out, which is just fucking hilarious. Like, there's so many st- just stupid little gags throughout the skeleton fight that crack me up. Um, so I also had a question here, because at this point, they're firing back, too. The skeleton archers fire back and kill a few guys. So now I want to know if this person, like the, the living guys, die, do they now... Do they come back? Do they come back and join the dead army, the evil army? It didn't allude to that. It didn't say anything about it at all, but... I Who mean, knows? I mean, in most movies where you're fighting an, an undead army, if they kill you, or they get to you at least, you become you come them, back. Yeah. Yeah. See, but I don't know. Is it just a, when he grabbed the book and fucking awoke the curse? Is it just whoever was dead at that point? It makes sense. Yeah. Did he have like half-dead people in that army? Were they all just skeletons? It seems like they were all skeletons, they were all except long for dead. the evil Ash, who still had some skin on him. But other than that, yeah, it was just all skeletons. I didn't get that evil Ash thing. That's evil Ash? Yeah. Yeah. The I guy that he buried? The, the, somehow the him he, that he buried. Oh. It, oh. Somehow he got out and reassembled. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't get that. Hmm. Yeah, it was him. That's why he said, give me some sugar, baby. And he becomes the the... Skeleton not, King, or it's whatever. not played by Bruce Campbell. Skeleton. No, I don't think it is. It would have um, made sense. Well, if it but did. Uh, no, but Bruce Campbell does get credit, at least in the Amazon version that I watched. He gets credit for Evil Ash and Good Ash. <coughs> really? Yeah, Perfect. he gets credit for it. But then, who's the other Evil Ash? Well, I, maybe they just got a stunt double for. Well, yeah, uh, of the course. That's what I was yeah. thinking. I was thinking, oh yeah, that's easy. But to... I thought they had somebody else altogether because then, I mean, you got there's so much prosthetics on the face, like it doesn't matter. Eh. But yeah, maybe know. Bruce Campbell did it because hey, that's two acting credits in one movie, baby. What yeah. double the paycheck? Well, yeah, and that and they got to pay him for his chin appearance. Oh, too. Well, goddamn right! You know, you know he, he's got that thing insured. Oh, he has to have that insured. I was about to say that exact same thing. <laughs> he's if got J-Lo more. Ch- insures their butt. Bruce Campbell definitely in- insures his chin. Were you going to make a chin joke? He's going to be more, out the phone book. He's got more chins than fucking Chinatown. Okay, all right. <laughs> Chickie China. And the Chinese chicken. chicken. All right, so he comes out. We get to see the car now with this giant propeller, like chopping skeletons up and sending them flying. It's going really fucking great. Like, it's super effective. And he's out there just having a ball. Kicking ass, man. Until he sees Sheila standing there. So then, yeah, he swerves to miss her and Rex and this Jumps huge, out of the car. 
huge thing. Um, and then she like reverts back to her what she looks like now is kind of demon like. Uh, like she made herself look normal f- to psych him out. She went full shining. She did. She did. She uh, went full bathtub lady, starting out sexy, <laughs> end up decrepit. Then, you used to think I was beautiful. Yeah. Well, baby, you got real ugly. <laughs> uh, so he, they fight a little bit, and he kicks her down into the pit, pretty ruth, pretty ruthless, which is cool, because a lot of times in things like this, it's always like, no, I can't. It's my girl. I can't. They struggle with, like, no, she's evil. Fuck it. Kick her in the pit. Over it real quick. Um, so, yeah, the army gets into the castle. Um, and all of a sudden, this is when Henry the Red comes back to help. Hey, it's a good thing he let them go, huh? So, uh, damn it, I'm on this minute. So, he, yeah, he grabs this rope and cuts it, and it zips him back up. Yep. Mm. So he can get back oh, yeah, up into the, the castle. And the rocks come down. Because yeah. what's fucking hilarious is the skeleton's crawling across the ground. It's like, I'm going to cut out your gizzard. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he lifts up, hey, where'd it go? And then the ah! fucking skeleton, the rocks fall on it. Oh, that's gonna hurt! Yes. Uh, fucking hilarious. I'm gonna cut out your gizzard. Um, so Evil Ash gets to the book, but uh, Bruce fucking chucks a spear at him and stops him there. So then we get this fight where they can use someone else and it's not like shitty graphics or effects. It's yeah. just two guys actually fighting. And he sets him on fire and throws him over the wall, which mm-hmm. is pretty fucking brutal. But he's already dead, so it didn't apparently affect him. And he crawls back up, and he's a skeleton now. And he says, I've got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he throws Bruce over the wall. Uh, and he's like, so he's laying on the ground, and he notices this catapult there with a bag of explosives on it. And just then, the fucking skeleton king now does a super flip, book in hand, and lands on the catapult. And... Uh, I don't know if he's talking to him or not or just laughing or something. I've got it now. I've got the Necronomicon. He cuts his hand off to get him to drop the book and then cuts the rope so the catapult goes flying. Well, that, there you go. That's why he and had a uh, had a hand, so that he can cut so it off So he could later. cut it off, yeah. Uh, you're right. If he didn't have a hand, he wouldn't be able to hold the book. And Well, I mean, he would have another hand. Yeah. But, then he so, wouldn't have any hands. How so, would he? Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter because then he gets launched in the air and fucking blows uh, up. Yeah. That's right. And uh, and boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> Literally. And then after that, everybody starts retreating. Yeah. I think. So Sheila looks normal now. She's back. Somehow she got out of the pit. And is undead. Com- and is un-undead. Un-undead. Or alive. Uh, <laughs> evil's totally vanquished and everything's great. And so the wise man says, you got it. Here, you got this potion. Once you drink it and you say the words, you'll be sent home. So. Well, there was at the end of the battle. There was also that very dramatic scene where you got the the Henry the Red's army and the people from that castle. They were about to square off, and then they come together. The two leaders are um, like, "Oh, embrace!" Yeah, and then everybody like, cheers. He's like, I, "Oh, I'm so I'm so happy that you're okay, even though you tried to kill me." But um, I can't blame you because obviously, with a haircut like that, you have a lot of anger. Yeah. And <laughs> I'd be mad you know, too. Yeah, you know what? You come over, come over to my kingdom. I got a great barber. Like he can do wonders. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna fix this all up. Make you feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, we, God damn it, fucking mullet. I don't know why I set my notes down. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he kisses Sheila and he rides off. Come to Papa. Come yes. To Papa. Yeah. 
which yeah, it's kind of the last big kiss, and then it like swipes, you know, and he's back at S Martin, and he's telling, so oh, he's been yeah. telling the story to uh, uh, the this coworker who's Ted Raimi. Shop smart, shop S Martin. Oh, really? Ted Raimi, that's the director's brother. Ted Raimi is also like a character actor. He's always playing minor little roles and all sorts of shit. Um, so he's like the Clint Howard of the Howard. Uh, so, uh, yes, of the <laughs> exactly like that. He's Cl- the Clint Howard of the Raimis. Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect way to the director, the more talented person's brother. That's there because his brother's talented. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure Ted Raimi does great work. I don't. I'm know. telling mom, you know, put us in a movie. <laughs> mom! You sound like a jerk. Mom. Uh, so anyway, he's yeah, he's back at S Martin. He's telling the story to Ted Raimi. He's like, "So did you say the words this time? Like, I'm not believing you at all." And he's like, yeah, you know, I mean, mostly. I maybe didn't say every little syllable, but uh, you know, generally, generally, I said him. So then, of course, a deadite comes out of nowhere, like trampoline jumping and backflipping gymnast style all across the store. So he just fucking like, he shoots her like twenty times. Yeah, just fucking blowing her away. And then, of course, gets this random girl from nowhere. Yeah, because I don't think bimbo. it. Like, I don't I think, think it came cre- from him. It no. Came for him. It came for her for some reason. It, like this girl came out of nowhere. I think she's even credited as bimbo. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, but it's just this random girl, and he hailed to the king, baby, and kisses her, and that's the end of our movie. That's right. That's it. Short, sweet. That's right. Shop smart. He does say that's he right. Said, that's pretty good. That's right. That's right. Uh, so that's 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 it. They had an alternate ending. Actually, that it didn't go over well in the test audiences, so they made it that he ended up back at S-Mart. Mm. So the original ending was when he drinks the potion, he ends up in a like super post-apocalyptic future. Um, oh, yeah. So they were going to continue these and make more of them. Oh. Um, <laughs> so they... Uh, it, but it didn't test well. But it was going to be like a, not necessarily Mad Max, because that's always like fucking cars and all this, but him just in a nuclear wasteland fighting zombies. He overshot on. it. And yeah, so they're like, eh, I guess, never mind. We'll just have him in there. But then like the TV show, Ash versus Evil Dead, picks up with that. So oh, like when he comes back? Yeah, so it's oh. like a modern day, he's still an S-Smart employee and still fighting off evil. Oh, and okay. and Xena's in it for some reason. Lucy the, Lawless, the warrior princess. Yeah. Oh. She runs around. Um, I watched a bit of it. It was pretty good. There was one scene where he, uh, I don't remember what he was looking for, but he was in like a uh, morgue. Is that the room? Where yeah. You have yeah. The, the dead people. Store of the dead people. So one of the one of the corpses comes alive and he has to fight it. And it's like, I don't know, the, the corpse's dick is like flopping in his face. And I mean, it's just so much <laughs> fucking disgusting, gross shit. And it's hilarious. Uh, so I also recommend that show. But uh, now that that's it for the for the show. Let's uh, let's go around the horn here and see what see what we thought. Well, I fell asleep watching it. Yeah, but you keep saying that, and people are going to think, man, is this so boring that it's going to make you fall asleep? It no. wasn't because it was, cause it was cause boring. we've been drinking. For- <laughs> we had been drinking and coming up with that 30-second little tune. <laughs> and well, um, that wasn't the whole point of us. There was just a lot of drinking and Yeah, we hung out. Yeah. We hung out. You know, we did not observe social distancing, so, you know, get on us on that. Mm, but yeah. the movie, overall, I think it's like, it's to me... I'll treat it like the room. I like it, and I'll rewatch it with others because of its absurdity. But alone rewatch ability, I would never watch this 
again unless I was watching it with some bros. Gotcha. All right. So that's uh, like a half rewatch. Half rewatch. Yeah. A po. Uh, God, what would we call that? Uh, a group rewatch, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Group, group rewatchability is high on this one. Yeah. There you yeah. go. But sing. Oh, I'm not gonna watch this again. Yeah, you're not just like. That's Sunday afternoon, nothing to do. Well, let's put on Army of Darkness. I think I got like maybe two laughs out of the whole thing, and the one of them was you got someone on your face. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was a good fucking line. Yeah, that was a good line. He's like, what? <laughs> Dirt comes flying on his face. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It makes me laugh now just thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. there you go. But half a rewatch. All right. I uh, I like the when the Dead Army was marching into battle, the uh, the little music scene, the skeletons oh, right. playing the bone playing the flutes. All I could shit. think about was uh, was Yaz's flute. Yes, flute. Yes, <laughs> yeah. a little throwback to yeah. last week. But Play also, they some have some flute. Little doll for the cat. They Let's have go. no. They have no lungs. Oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> would you like to see Ron Burgundy play some? Would yes you like flute? to see the skeleton <laughs> army play some yes flute? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was good. Yeah, I don't think I would seek it out again to put it on, but if it was on, I'd probably watch it. And definitely within a group, Los, you're right on that. Like watching within a group, like. You, Crack up, you know, make different jokes right. and shit about it. Call out the different errors, um, but yeah, it's rewatchable. All right, yeah. Um, obviously, I have rewatched this. I don't know how many times, but I I would agree. Like, I don't. If I'm sitting around by myself, just wanting to kill an afternoon, I'm not picking this to just put on. But yeah, uh, drinks and people and stuff. It's it's a really entertaining movie. So. If if you're wondering if if you should check out Army of Darkness, just make sure you have a have a gang with you. Yeah, I think so. But so in that, I guess group rewatchability. This is another perfect score. Group rewatch and only a two in the regular. <laughs> well, you said you'd watch it again if it was on. Yeah, if it was on, I'd watch so it. Two and a half. Sure. I, yeah, of course. Like it also works great as a hangover movie. Like if I'm laying on the couch at night. Something I can, I can doze in and off to this, and I something like, that's on that you're not paying attention right, to. Right, exactly. Yeah. If I get up and go to the bathroom and come back and just whatever, it it serves for that too. But mostly, it would definitely be a group of people having drinks, like kind of poking fun, cracking wise at it, like that. It's all about having fun with it. That's right, because uh, that's what Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell did for sure. Uh, so that does it. For this Woo! week, if you guys like what you heard, you can tell us. You tell your mom. Hire a skywriter. Tell the whole neighborhood. Get the word out there. Let people know. Rewatch party. Uh, find us on Twitter, rewatch underscore the, or email us, the rewatch party at gmail.com. Join us next week when Charlize Theron beats the literal shit out of everyone in Atomic Blonde. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon. That's right. And thanks for rewatching.
Lorraine Broughton, an expert in escape and evasion. Proficient in intelligence collection. Let's have the crap, shall we? And hand-to-hand -hand combat. It's an impressive set of skills. Talents can be overrated. Lorraine, how well do you know James Gascoigne? Enough to say hello. He's dead. Find out who's hunting down our operatives. A lot of brave men and women are going to show up dead. Fuck. Your contact is David Percival. Let me help you with your bags. Welcome to Berlin. Fuck's sake. Trust no one. Oh, bollocks. You look like you need saving. <laughs> so you made contact with the French operative? Obviously. I think I fucking love you. That's too bad. She's a killer queen.